The following segment is sponsored by Daniel A. White and Associates and does not necessarily reflect the views of this station or Forever Media Incorporated. Rick Jensen on 1150 AM, 101.7 FM, WDEL. All right, coming up, your text messages at 302 Five tonight, 1017. Earlier, I shared with you the story of the woman who is now homeless because the federal government said you're not allowed to collect rent from uh, from tenants. Oh, and by the way, you have to pay your mortgage and your insurance and everything else because the government basically has made her homeless. And that plus you add into there the fact that the government says, oh, by the way, we're going to pay people's rent. And yet they've only doled out about 10% of that money all around the country, about 10%. So 90% has not gone to the landlords, but they still have to pay the mortgage companies, they have to pay utilities, and they still have to pay so, you know, the insurance and everything else. Now, until the government did this, real estate investment was generally a good investment for retirement, as well as current income. But you got, you know, small mom and pops and like the lady in Ellesmere with three rentals, the one woman who's homeless now, she's got three rentals. You know, the government just, well, crushed them. They crushed their lives by demanding they allow people to stay in their rentals and not pay and then failing to give them money. Now, that aside, <laughs> you're listening to a guy who's been on both sides of this. I've been uh, a tenant and a landlord as well. So I will say that aside, real estate generally is an excellent investment for retirement, for income, things like that. It can be a whole lot of work. As a matter of fact, Dan White's on the phone. Dan's been a financial planner specializing in retirement income for, I guess, darn near 30 years now or so. I'm a client as well. I uh, love the guy. Trust him. In fact, obviously I do. I trust him with money. There you go. And, and Dan... Um, I love the fact that you call in after the news at one thirty on Wednesdays and we have a little conversation here because real estate's really in the news right now and there's so many people wondering if they should even do this anymore or what they should do. And and I have and it worked out nicely for me. But you could also put real estate in an IRA, I understand. Is that right? Yeah, it's kind of interesting, Rick. You know, we're on the same boat. I've been a I've been a landlord. I've also been a tenant. And as you say, you've got good stories and you got horror stories. Well, wait a but second. I'm I'm going to interrupt there because I'm going to bust you on that one, my friend. <laughs> I did it because I wanted I wanted a side investment, and uh, I wanted income and revenue, and I wanted an investment to to make money over the course of time. I want listeners right. to know, you got into it accidentally. And I'm not going to get into a whole lot of detail, but I know the story, brother. And I know that you did that because people needed help, and they're going to lose their house, and you bought the house, and you helped them out with them. And you did this a couple of times, helping people out. It was like, for you, it was a charity move, and you did not make money on, <laughs> on these. No, uh, no, I did not. I know. <laughs> but I want people to know that you and I did it for different reasons. I, I did it because yeah. I want to make money. You did it because you have a big heart. You're able to do it. And you saved some people. They were able to live in a house for many, many, many years. A couple of people, a couple of houses. And I just want to make sure people knew you did that as a charity. Well, you know, my reward will come in the next life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Um, but anyway, they're, they're, you know, you are allowed to own real estate inside of an IRA. Now, not every IRA custodian will accommodate uh, those investments. You generally have to have what's called a self-directed IRA, but if you want to own a beach house or a commercial building or an apartment complex inside your IRA, you have every right to do so. 
But you got to tread carefully because owning real estate in an IRA could create the possibility of what they call a prohibited transaction. So if you have a beach house, um, you can't vacation at it. You can't change a light bulb in the apartment complex yourself. Oh. To keep an ar- yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. To keep an arm's length distance, it's best to have all the repairs, the rentals, the upkeep, you know, handled by an independent third-party property manager. Um, the prohibited transaction rules are really complicated, and if you violate them, you're going to find yourself in a world of hurt. The entire IRA is deemed to be liquidated. The tax-qualified status is lost, and any tax and penalties are due Damn. based on a full dis- distribution of the IRA. So so that's a problem, but that's not the only issues an IRA owner needs to be concerned about. There's five other things here. Number one, creditor protection. It is suggested that real estate, if it's purchased through an LLC within the IRA, that way if there's an accident on the property, the LLC can help shield the IRA owner. So that's number one, the creditor protection. Two, liquidity. You know, real estate's not liquid. No. You know, if you if you need to take an RMD, you can't, like, cut off the porch. <laughs> <laughs> Although with the, price, with the price of lumber earlier this year, yeah, yeah, that might have been a good idea. It, but... Yeah, good idea. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, an IRA account has to have some, you know, some liquid assets in there for when you need to take RMDs. So, again, the house should not be your only asset inside the, uh, inside the IRA. The other thing is valuation. When you, when you have to take an RMD, you have to get a value of the, of the IRA account. So the December 31st IRA balance is divided by a life expectancy factor. If you own real estate, then you have to assess and get a, get an appraiser to give you a proper valuation on that house every year because that's what your RMD is going to be based upon. Yeah. And and then if you want to do a rollover, they get tricky too because can it, can an IRA owner take the house out of the IRA as a distribution and replace it with cash? Well, the answer is no. It's called the same property rule. If you take out cash, you roll over cash. If you take out stock, you roll over stock. If you take out a house, you roll over that house. So you got to be careful when moving real estate from one account to another. Well, let me ask you a question about that. So if you decide, okay, I'm sick of this, I'm tired of it, and you just sell the house, you better get some profit out of it because you're going to pay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, And then the last thing is when you sell the property. You know, full cash sale is easy. You sell the house, you have cash, now the cash is in the IRA. But what if the property is sold and you finance it? Now you have a promissory note in the IRA. Well, what's the value of the note? What if the property buyer stops paying? Like, that never happens, right? (laughs) Well, again, that's the big problem. The government made that happen. Right, right. So if somebody had that property inside of an IRA, they, they got a mess right now, you know? So long story short, real estate, it's a perfectly acceptable investment inside an IRA, but the regulations are pretty strict. And if you're going to do it, you better make sure you're following the rules or, or the, you know, like I said, the whole thing could blow up in your face. And there's different kinds of IRAs, Dan, so you you need to make sure it's a self-directed IRA, which, how does that differ from, uh, from other? Well, just mainly it's, uh, it allows you different investment vehicles inside the IRA. Like if you have an IRA with Vanguard, they're not going to let you, you know, buy a house and put it in the IRA. Okay, yeah. uh, but if you you know, but you have to have a special custodian. will say, hey, yeah, you can buy real estate, you can buy whatever you want. I had a guy that actually took took his for his IRA and he bought a business. 
He wanted to he wanted to uh, become a franchisee, so he took uh, like a quarter million dollars uh, in his IRA, and the the IRA had the business in the IRA. In the IRA, yeah. How dangerous yeah, is that? Crazy. Well, again, it, it, you, get, you run into these prohibited transaction rules. Uh, that was a couple years ago, and since then, he is uh, the business. I guess has done pretty well, and he and he took out a loan to buy the business out of the IRA. So now he owns the business, and the IRA has cash, and then we did something with the cash. So. I like to hear that things go well with some people. I'm also thinking about the fact that let's say that uh, you buy a little building. Let's say he's got four apartments in it. You know. And yep. uh, you decide to put that into an IRA. Next thing you know, the government says, hey, you're not allowed to charge rent. Oh, and by the way, uh, we're, we're failing to keep our promise to pay the rent for those people who we said don't have to pay your rent. Now you're going bankrupt. Now let's say uh, you're like, let's say $90,000 in arrears because it's been a year and now you can't. You can't afford anything. What happens? I mean, what happens with that? Because if it's an IRA, um, did they just go bankrupt and everything's well, done I mean, void you in the can, IRA? You can try. You can try to sell the building, you know. And if you sold the building, uh, then the IRA you know, cash would flow into the IRA. But yeah, you're you're basically forcing a fire sale at that point. Yeah, but you said you can't. You can't replace. You got to replace a building with a building, not with cash. So. Well, that's if you roll it out. That's if you oh, roll oh, it out. Oh, if you, you want to roll, roll it. it. Yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for, yeah. yeah forget. Not worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess. So, I mean, it, you can do it. There's a lot of rules. I mean, you just got to really dot your I's and cross your T's if you're going to do it because uh, there, there's a lot of loopholes. All right. Dan White, financial planner. You can get a hold of him at 888-690-8820, 888-690-8820. Office in Middletown, also just up the road, 202, just uh you know, right over the border there in Pennsylvania. You also host On the Money Sunday mornings here on WDEL. So we get up, have a cup of coffee, and have a healthy donut. <laughs> There's such a thing. <laughs> yeah. And what are we going to hear on Sunday morning at 7? This Sunday, it's kind of interesting. You know, we've talked, we've talked at length about the Federal Reserve and some of the mistakes that they've made. And, and basically, it's, uh, the show is about why it's time to end the liquidity madness. I mean, you know, the Fed is at the point we're having inflation, we're having growth, you know, it's time to raise rates. It's time to, you know, the Fed's mandate was never to keep the stock market up. So, you know, I mean, if it's it's time to reward retirees and maybe give them a little interest at the bank, you know. All right, so. All right I hear you. By the way, with the news out today that uh, Social Security is going to run out of money earlier than expected, I'm looking forward to talking with you and hearing what you have to say about that, too. Yeah, it's going to be an upcoming show because we just got the trustees report uh, just this past week. And it's not surprising with COVID and, and you know, with, with people working less and all the layoffs that less money went into the system. But, uh, yeah, they're going to, you know, they keep kicking that can down the road, too, and they're going to have to address it soon, hopefully sooner rather than later. Dan White, Dan White and Associates, uh, Financial Planning, 888-690-8820. Good stuff. Good talking to you, buddy. You too, pal.